I'm Mo Crum. And I'm Harrison Crum. And we're the Crummy Marathoners. This podcast is for beginners by beginners. If you're thinking about running your first marathon or half marathon or are in the process, this is for you. We realized as we were training that many resources out there expect people to know what they're doing when marathon training. Well, think of this as a marathon training guide for dummies. We'll go through many of the questions we have as we make our way through the beginning of our running journey and what we have learned. If we can inspire others to run a marathon, then we consider this a success. Hey everyone, Harrison here, and I put out on the stories today on Instagram my story over the last 90 days, what I've been doing to cut some fat. As I mentioned in the New Year's episode, that's one of the goals that I had for this year was to count my count my macros. And so I had a lot of good questions come through, a lot of interest in creating this episode. So I figured I would give you all the details, or at least as many as I can kind of cram into a short little episode here. So let's jump right in. A lot of people are really curious to hear about how this is going and how I was able to do it. If you saw the Instagram story, uh, I apologize for putting you through having to see my before and after picture, but I thought it was going to be helpful for some of you just to be able to see that, you know, with... 90 days of hard work, you really can come a long way. Um, I didn't start this journey to look a certain way, although that's certainly nice, you know, for building your own confidence or whatever, but really it came down to performance. You know, in my next triathlon, I wanted to be as strong and as fit as possible and carrying around extra body fat. I mean, can't help if, uh, you know, if I can if I can achieve the same level of strength and the same level of fitness carrying 10 or 15 pounds less, you know, it can only make me go faster. And the purpose of this episode is not to encourage everybody to go out and just start losing weight. If it's not right for you, if that's not one of your goals, if you don't have any weight to want to lose or anything like that, or it's not healthy for you to, obviously you're going to want to use your best judgment here. I'm just sharing my experience and where I started. So let me start by saying this. Counting macros is um, my favorite way of losing fat so far that I've ever tried. I've tried everything. I've tried counting uh, calories. I've tried keto. I've tried uh, starvation. (laughs) Not really starvation, but I have tried going super low on calories and just kind of always being hungry. Um, I've tried a number of different things. And what has worked for me the best so far has been this counting macros. And I, I said this on the New Year's episode, but I really don't look at this as a diet. Uh, I'm sure by definition it is technically a diet, but for me, it's a way of ensuring I'm eating the right types of foods to hit the performance goals that I want to hit. So macros are just macronutrients. And again, I'm not a, a nutritionist or, or dietitian or expert in any of this. I just simply am sharing what I've learned and uh, want to answer the questions that have come through. Uh, through Instagram. So macros are the macronutrients that are in the food that we eat. So um, there's three of them. There's carbs, fats, and proteins. And so I've met with a coach who 
she has a, a body scan machine and she basically tells me, okay, here's your body fat percentage, here's your muscle mass. And in order to lose body fat based on your weight, based on your activity level, you need to hit this much protein, you need to be eating this many carbs, this, this many fats, all of that. And she breaks down in, in, the, in the form of grams. And so it's then my job to take um, it upon myself to use the MyFitnessPal app, or you can use any app out there, but really my MyFitnessPal has been super helpful, super easy to use. And I signed up for the, um, the pro version, or I guess the subscription paid version, because it opens up the scanner, the scanning tool to be able to just scan barcodes and and it automatically loads things into your phone, which is super nice. So it's my job to then track everything I eat, but also plan. So and my coach would prefer that I pre-plan every day. So the night before, I kind of load in everything I'm going to eat the next day. Frankly, don't have time for that. It's not going to work for me. I'm not that type of person. I like to eat, log it, and then kind of look at where I'm at. Okay, and that kind of dictates the next thing that I'm going to eat. And after you've done it after a number of weeks, it becomes easier and easier to kind of get a feel for what types of foods are high in one macro versus the other. And um, so my numbers, I, 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 I don't know off the top of my head, and it's going to be different for everybody. So I don't want to tell you what those numbers are, but I can kind of just speak in round numbers. My proteins are somewhere around, I need to hit like 180 pounds or 180 grams a lot of people out there will actually say you should eat about a gram per pound of body weight. And that's almost exactly where I'm at. So um, 180 grams of, of protein for fats, I'm only allowed to eat like 70 grams a day. And then for carbs, I think it's somewhere around 240, 250, somewhere in there. So that changes for everybody, of course, based on your weight, based on your activity level and how aggressive you're trying to be. So if you're trying to lose a ton of weight up front, uh, you're probably going to have to cut a lot faster. And then there's actually a mathematical formula. Every uh, gram that you eat of protein equates to a certain number of calories and same for the other two. Again, I'm not going to get into those specifics because if you're really interested in this, my best advice is go out and hire a coach, a nutritionist who focuses on prescribing you macronutrients, not just calories. For example, I've worked with a nutritionist in the past who kind of just gave me a general calorie goal. Um, but this, I believe, is so much more effective because you're not just, you know, for example, eat, hitting 2,200 calories a day, therefore you're eating an entire loaf of bread and a handful of almonds or something like that, right? So like you, you need to be able to eat the right food so that you're not hungry, so that you're feeling full, so that your body can, uh, you know, feel fueled and, and then of course burn burn fat. And so um, for me, it's been really, really helpful to know that, okay, I am in a caloric deficit, but I'm not losing muscle because I, I don't want to lose muscle. I've worked really hard to build strength to be where I'm at today. And in the past, I've lost weight under other programs, but I've also lost a lot of muscle. And so that's kind of counterproductive with what I'm trying to achieve fitness-wise. So um, hopefully that explains at a really high level what macronutrients are, how counting macros works and all of that. So I posted on uh, Instagram in my stories just some screenshots or, or some kind of commentary about why I'm doing this. And, and, and I'll just kind of go back through that in case you didn't see it on Instagram. So I have now been running for about four years. 
and I love running. I love training for triathlons. I, I, I love staying active and fit. But one thing that I've consistently been frustrated by is the fact that I'm just not able to lose weight when I'm training because I'm always hungry and I'm always eating. And so, it, you know, it really took me about four years of this consistent training, hitting 40, 50 mile weeks running or 12 hour weeks, 13 hour weeks on the bike, swimming, running, all of it combined for half Ironman training to finally realize that no amount of effort and exertion that I was putting forth was going to cause me to be in a deficit because I was always going to be eating just a bunch of food to to kind of refuel me so that I was ready to go the next day. And I've always been a pretty intuitive eater to where I just kind of eat if I'm hungry and I I frankly eat everything in sight. And so if I'm hungry and there's a chocolate cake sitting in the fridge, like I'm going to go eat a slice or two. And, uh, you know, I just have never been good about being disciplined with my diet. So um, it really is true. As much as I hate when people say this, you can't outrun a bad diet. It, it is so true. You you can't. I mean, you, you're able to, you know, cut fat in the kitchen, not not on the bike or running. Or anything like that. So right before Thanksgiving, I decided just on a whim, I, I was on a Facebook group somewhere. I think it was like a fat loss Facebook group because I knew I had some fat that I wanted to lose before I started training for my next half Ironman. And I knew I had a few months. So I, I found this lady local to me and I reached out to her and then she was super persistent. Like I was going to Hawaii. I had busy stuff with work and I just, we had a newborn and, and I kind of kept putting her off and I'm like, ah, do I really want to do this? And, and it's not that it's expensive, but it's also not cheap. Like it's a commitment financially. But anyways, she followed up a lot and that's exactly what I needed. I needed somebody who was going to be pushing me, that was going to stay on top of me and just make sure that I was doing what I needed to do. And that's actually why I chose to use her was because if she was going to be that persistent to get me to sign up, I could see her being that persistent once I'm under her program, making sure that I'm successful. And so it was kind of crazy. I know it was right before Thanksgiving and most people don't want to do something like this during the holiday season. It's, you know, a lot of people say, oh, wait till the new year, you know, the new year, new me kind of thing. But my logic was, let me get a head start. Let me build some momentum. So that way, when I hit the new year, I'm going to be already in the groove of things and already build those habits. So to be clear, I did not do any macro counting on Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, um, a couple of other occasions probably where I had a party or a work thing or something, you know, where I was at a restaurant and it was just really hard to to count. So um, that's not to say that I went completely ham and just ate everything in sight on those days as like a cheat day. Um, but I just, I wasn't counting. So I was kind of just eating what I wanted, but trying to be somewhat conscious of it. One exception though, Super Bowl Sunday, I did go a little ham and it made me sick. So um, that's kind of interesting. Once you start eating healthy for a while and then you decide to throw it out the window, your body's like, nope, not going to happen. So anyways, uh, during this process, it was not easy. And, and again, I say was, but like I'm not done. I'm going to keep doing this. My goal for 2024 has been track the entire year. And that doesn't mean I'm going to be cutting fat all year long. Right now I'm in a deficit but I'm going to be training here pretty soon for my half Ironman. And at that point, I've asked my coach, maybe put me for the first little while in a slight deficit, but for the most part, I want to be uh, maintaining 
so that I'm able to maintain muscle and build endurance. So um, during this process, though, there were lots of challenges. I have been incredibly incredibly busy at work. Um, our company is doing really well, growing, and there's just a lot going on. So um, that's been really busy. I got really sick. I got like a head cold and potentially the flu. Um, and so I was just eating the wrong mix, mix of things, not hitting the protein that I needed to hit. So that was hard. Um, then Mo got really sick uh, to the point where I had to take all the kids to the in-laws and separate from her for like four or five days because she was just really ill and didn't want to get the baby sick. So speaking of baby, we have a newborn and that's also really hard, you know, because there's many nights that are sleepless and it's just hard to stay focused on a goal when you're sleep deprived. Um, but shout out to Mo. I mean, she takes the brunt of it. She does 90% when it comes to the baby. So she's amazing. And then I had a lot of work travel, you know, trips where it's hard. You're not in your kitchen. You don't have all your groceries and you're having to kind of macro count an airport, airport food. <laughs> and so it's just, it's a little tricky. Um, here's some of the benefits of macro counting though. I, I think that this is something that if you're, if you're thinking about maybe doing something like this, consider these. You rarely, or at least I have rarely felt hungry because you're eating so much protein and protein just fills you up and you're eating the right things. You're not eating a bunch of empty calories. You just, you don't feel hungry. Um, I also lost very little muscle mass and I know that because of the body scan that I do once a month with my coach. She tracks all of that and I've lost like maybe a tiny bit of muscle, but it's just been negligible and I've mostly lost fat. I like it because it feels like a game, you know, putting in the numbers, figuring out all of the foods you're going to eat and putting it in my fitness pal kind of feels like a fun game. It can be tedious for sure, but um, it can be fun as well. And then I love the fact my coach told me nothing is off limits. As long as you're hitting your macros, you could have uh, pizza. You know, for example, my daughter's birthday, we got Costco pizzas and I love a good Costco cheese pizza. And so I just factored it in. Now, granted, it took up like most of my carbs and fats for the day, but I was able to kind of plan around it. Um, I am really excited with the progress that I've made. It's been tons of fun to see that in myself. It's not fun in the moment when, you know, it's it's just another day and you know, maybe you just, maybe you just want to have an easy day where you don't have to track everything in your phone, and and it can be kind of tedious where you have to get a, you have to get a food scale, and you know, let's just say you're, for example, my in laws came over and they made some steaks. Well, instead of just grabbing a steak and putting it on my plate and putting a bunch of food, you have to measure out every little thing and and make sure, and you have to be precise, otherwise you're cheating the system. But you know. Uh, okay, I, I can't have a, a 12 ounce steak. I'm going to have a, a you know four ounce piece of steak and then I'm going to have you know a half a cup of white rice and then I'm going to have a half a cup of peas or whatever, right? And so you have to kind of measure every little thing and that can be tedious and not a ton of fun, but seeing the progress over, in my case, a 90 day period, it truly is amazing to, to see how losing a few percentage points of body fat can make a massive difference on not only the way I feel, my runs lately have been incredible. I just feel lighter. I feel faster. I feel more effortless. Um, and then, of course, my clothes fit better and everything. There's just a, a ton of benefits from looking, feeling, and performing healthier. So 
Uh, I want to answer some questions because uh, some listeners had excellent questions. Um, so let me pull those up here now. All right, here we go. Um, first question came from someone named Carly. She said, did you eat similar meals to keep consistent? And the answer is uh, yes for certain meals and and no for others. Um, for example, breakfast. I love the Fairlife protein drinks. They're, it comes in a white bottle. It's 30 grams of protein, very little in fats and carbs. And so it's just an excellent way to get in a ton of protein. So for breakfast, I'll have something like that. And then maybe uh, like in, there's this brand called Oikos. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's Greek yogurt, super high protein, low in fat, low in carbs. So that right there, I mean, <laughs> I can get 45 grams of protein in for breakfast. So that kind of thing is a, a pretty typical breakfast for me. Um, lunches are hard. I mean, fortunately, I work for an awesome company where uh, they provide meals for us every day. And there's a meal prep service that we use. And it tells you right on the on the package what the macro breakdown is. And so I do that for lunch. And I try to find a meal that's, you know, 15 or 20 grams of fat or less, uh, something that might be, you know, 50 or fewer grams of, of carbs and then 40 or so grams of protein. And so every day that might differ, it might be a, some type of taco salad or some type of, um, you know, barbecue chicken or something like that. So, so for lunches, it kind of varies. And then dinner, my go-to, I love white rice and some, some grilled chicken, whether it's on the the grill outside or just searing it on a pan or air frying it you know it's super simple get get a can of vegetables heat that up I mean it's really not super complicated but I I do try to stick to somewhat similar foods um, just because it's easier to plan and you know I, I love eating whole foods but sometimes it's easier to eat something packaged because it's got the barcode on it and so I try to balance, you know, a whole diet, but also hitting my numbers and, and um, knowing that I'm not going to need to be this stringent forever. I think it's probably okay. I, I try to put a healthy body weight over, you know, maybe there's some preservatives in this food and it's not the most whole, you know, wholesome food or, or whatever. Hopefully that makes sense. But um, to answer that question, yes, some meals, it's the same thing day after day. Um, but like if I have time for breakfast, because most of the time I'm on the go, I've got to take my daughter to school. So I just grab what's quick. Um, but if I have time, like on the weekends, I'll cook up like an egg white omelet with some like turkey breast in there, some uh, egg whites, you know, eggs themselves are not great for macro counting because they're high in fat, but egg whites are perfect. It's almost 100% protein. Um, maybe put a little cheese in there, you know, stuff like that. Uh, maybe I'm making pancakes for the family, but instead of having you know, six pancakes, I might have one or two, you know, and so you're just kind of really measuring it out and being responsible with it. All right, next question. Um, are there any types of proteins off limits? I don't think so. I mean, again, nothing off limits. So if you love getting protein from fish or from beans or from whatever, as long as the macro mix is working for you. So for example, beans are really good. They have protein, but they're also high in carbs. And so, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to just eat nothing but beans. Um, let's see. Did you add any strength training? I did, yes. I, in fact, so for my fitness program, 
I purposely have not been training for my triathlon yet. That doesn't mean I'm not running. I'm not cycling. I haven't been swimming actually, but that's because I got LASIK and I'm not allowed to swim. Um, but I have been on the Peloton quite a bit, you know, two times a week or so, um, or I'll take my bike out for a longer ride. I do go on runs. My runs have been pretty short, five to six, seven miles or so. Um, so I mean, I'm still kind of training, like I'll do 15 or so miles a week running, um, plus maybe, you know, an hour and a half or so a week on the bike. And, um, but then I do a lot of strength training. So two to three days a week I'm doing, um, strength training. So upper body, lower body, some core, but I'll go to the gym and I just have some go-to exercises that I like to do. So, um, I didn't necessarily change anything up. I just kind of backed off of high volume, uh, intensity, you know, uh, cardio type exercises and really have shifted more of my work to strength training. But then once the season starts, quote unquote, the, my cycle starts, I will back off the strength a little bit and put a lot more emphasis on, um, on cardio work. So hopefully that's helpful. But I, I would say that when it comes to the macro counting and being in a deficit, it has been really nice to not be burning as many calories exercising just so that I can be a little more consistent in what I eat and not have like these crazy spikes in my hunger. So um, that's the exact reason why when I'm training, I can never lose weight because it's constantly this roller coaster of I'm hungry because I ran 15 miles today. Therefore, I ate a ton and I'm hungry for two days straight, but then didn't work out on Sunday on my rest day. And so then but I'm still eating a lot and it's just kind of this weird cycle. And so it's been nice to not have to um, focus so much on training. Uh, someone named Hannah reached out and asked about protein goals. Like how are you hitting protein? And that's one of the hardest parts. I'd say the hardest part of macro counting is hitting your fat numbers um, or not going over on fat. Our American diet is so heavy in fat. I mean, so much oil, which has tons of fat, so much butter, tons of fat, even things like avocado. If you love avocado, great, but there's a lot of fat, you know, um, if you go anywhere and get a salad, you will see that that salad has 50, 60 grams of fat. And it's just very difficult to, you know, to hit your numbers when a salad, the thing that you think is so healthy is like totally not what you should be eating. And a lot of that just comes from the dressing, you know, things like mayonnaise, tons of fat, but protein on the opposite side of things, it's hard to hit your protein number. And so, uh, maybe what I'll do here real quick is I'll share kind of a, a typical day and then how the protein breaks down just to show you kind of how I make it work. All right. So a day in the life of macro counting is specifically how I hit my protein. So what my coach told me is you want to try to hit about 40 grams or so of protein per meal if possible. It just makes it that much easier to, at the end of the day, hit your goal. So for example, I'm trying to hit about 180, 185 grams of protein a day. So in the morning, I'll have one of those Fairlife drinks that I mentioned. It's about 30 grams. And then one of those Greek yogurt packs, it's about 15 or 20 grams. Let's just call it 15. So right there, I've already got 45 grams of protein. And then let's say lunch rolls around and I want to make a turkey sandwich. So 
couple slices of bread and, you know, a bunch of slices of, of lean turkey, um, you know, super high in protein. And that right there is probably another 20, 25 grams of protein. And then maybe with that, I'd take some beef jerky or something as a snack kind of to eat on the side. Or, you know, there's protein chips out there. There, You know, there's other ways to get in protein uh, as a side. And so um, right there, let's just say that's another 30 grams uh, or 35 grams of protein. And then dinner rolls around and let's say I make some chicken. There's this breaded chicken that I love. It's lightly breaded. It's from uh, Costco. So it's the, that Kirkland brand and it's um, it comes in a green bag. If you're interested, please reach out and I can send uh, or post on the stories what exactly, what, what type it is, but it's pretty low in fat and carbs and really high in protein. And I stick them in the air fryer. It honestly, obviously nothing's as good as Chick-fil-A, but kind of reminds me of Chick-fil-A. Uh, super tasty. So I love eating that. So I'll have some of that with some white rice or, you know, some potatoes or something, some, some vegetables, but, uh, either that kind of chicken or I'll just take chicken breast and saute them or put them on the grill. Um, but lots of different ways to get in chicken. Chicken is life when it comes to, uh, macro counting. So let's just say I get another 40 grams in right there. And then at some point in the day, I would have a protein bar. I like, all types of protein bars. I mean, there's a million different ones out there. You just have to be careful not to have one that's too high in fat. Uh, so, you know, had a protein bar. That right there, I'm already at, let's see if I count all that up, um, I'm already at like 140 grams. So I need to hit 180. Well, after dinner, maybe I have another Fairlife drink. That's another 30 grams. So now I'm at a point where I really only need to hit like 10 more grams of carb or of, of protein. But throughout the day, as you eat things like even bread or, you know, just different types of food, there are, uh, there, there is protein in those foods. Now, not super highly concentrated, but, um, you get protein through many different foods that you eat kind of onesie twosies. Like if you have a little bag of Cheez-Its or something, like there's going to be a couple of grams of protein in there. So, um, it's not as hard as you think, as long as you find the high protein dense foods. For example, I said beef jerky, protein bars, um, egg whites. I, I, I don't know if you're the type of person who likes egg whites, but you can really make it tasty. If you get some egg whites, uh, put some, I, I don't know, whatever you want to put, just treat it like an omelet, you know, put some cheese in there. Don't go heavy on the cheese because it'll eat up a lot of your fats, but there's, there's a lot of different ways to get in protein. Just find those foods that are really high in protein and low in fats and low in carbs if possible. So um, shrimp, I don't eat seafood at all, period. I don't like it, but Mo loves it. She loves shrimp and shrimp has a lot of protein. Salmon, same type of thing. Um, all types of fish have a lot of protein. So really, depending on how you like to get your protein, there are so many options I am. I personally don't mind drinking a bunch of protein drinks, but I also know that that's not optimal. Um, my body probably does better when I'm eating a balanced, you know, meals throughout the day. So there you go. That's how you're going to hit your goals. And the other thing that's worth noting, and I kind of talked about this with the Costco pizza, but I have a sweet tooth. I love cake. I love uh, Seas chocolates are everything to me. I 
loves these chocolates that if you want to make me happy on my birthday or Valentine's Day or whatever, like that's all I want is C's. I love C's candies. But uh, here's the awesome thing about macro counting. I So over Christmas and of course just for Valentine's and different things, I will get a, like a lot of we'll get a lot of treats from neighbors and, and coworkers and different things. You can fit that in. You just have to be careful. So instead of eating a whole box of C's, like I might've done before, or a half of a box of C's, just have like one or two or three of them and log them and then be conscious of that. And that will dictate kind of how much you can have uh, throughout the day. And what ends up happening is you look at it and you say, I could eat five C's chocolates right now, but then I'm not gonna have any more fats for the rest of the day. And then I'm gonna get to the end of the day and instead of enjoying a nice balanced dinner with chicken and rice and and some vegetables and some maybe some bread with butter or whatever, you know, I'm not gonna be able to eat that because I already ate all of my carbs and fats. So guess what? All I'm gonna be doing is eating, you know, for dinner a protein drink and an egg white omelet. And that, sometimes that's just not appealing. And so you just have to be conscious of, you know, what are you feeling? Do you want to punish yourself later in the day so that you can have that moment of enjoyment eating some sweets? So it ends up really helping you make proper decisions. All right, on to the next questions. So a lot of people just interested in hearing in general how this works. A lot of people have been asking, who's my macro coach? And um, here's what I'll do. I'm going to check with her, see if she's okay with me passing people along. So if you are the person who really wants to know who she is and her information, send me a specific message saying, hey, please send me your macro coach's email or, or whatever, and I'll I'll get that to you. Um, I am also thinking of partnering with a, um, a, you know, a, a nutritionist or a specialist in this area, um, and then we can kind of maybe give you a discount code or something. So let me work on that. But in the meantime, if you're ready to go, want to jump forward, reach out to me and I'll hook you up. All right, let's see if there's any other questions here. Um, another question about if my workouts are different. Um, someone said, someone named, uh, I, I don't know what the name is. It's kind of a username here, but um, I'm in the same boat. I'm a runner with a terrible diet. Yeah, I, I think this is a good fit for you. Again, I don't know if doing this while like trying to lose fat while training for a marathon, like actively training is probably not the right thing. Now you could always count your macros to make sure you're, you know, hitting the right amount of food for what you're burning. But having the expectation that you're going to lose fat while training, I don't think is setting you up for success. Um, how did you find the right coach? I, I mentioned before that I was just on Facebook and randomly found her. Again, I knew she was right for me because of how persistent she was. That's what I needed. Um, some people don't like that. Some people don't want someone who's going to be in your face. I told her from the day one, I said, be in my face. I said, if I'm not logging, if I'm not hitting, don't be afraid to tell me the hard news, you know, that I'm not going to progress or, you know, why I need to do this. I, that's what I need because I've struggled my whole life with this. So I just need someone to be really strict. Um, Another person asking what what app I use. It's my fitness pal. And I think that's it. So um, I appreciate everyone tuning in. I hope this was helpful. 
again, just to summarize, I, I don't want people to take this as being lighter is better and all of these different things, although I certainly have felt better carrying around less fat. You got to do it the right way. You know, don't go do some crazy crash diet, some fad diet. Do it the right way. Hire a professional. Work with somebody. Really think about it. I know money is hard for some people. Um, you know, this is certainly a lot of money for me and my family. We, we've got three kids and a mortgage and all the different things. But I mean, guys, it's your health. What is more important than your health? At the end of the day, 50 years from now, when you look back, are you going to say, man, I wish I spent less on my body. I wish I spent more on that vacation or that car or no, I don't think you're going to. I think you're going to look back and say, I'm so glad I did everything in my power to be as strong, as healthy, and as fit as possible. And like, look, there are so many studies and I, I'm, I'm kind of generalizing here, but there are studies that say like the worst thing for your health is being overweight, is having too much fat. If you're in a position where you know your body fat percentage is unhealthy, you're considered obese, which frankly, there have been times in my life where I've been in that category, been just a little too heavy. It's, it's not good for you. That's how diabetes and other you know, heart attacks and, and all those types of things can, can catch up to you and, and unfortunately cut your life short. And so I'm a believer that focusing now on my body and, and trying to get to a point where I want to be and then maintaining that and always working towards a fitness goal is the best thing for me to keep my my body healthy and of course my mind i, I there are so many mental benefits from being healthy and I, I, that'll be another episode i'm sure but anyways i'm a believer in this guys i have no uh dog in the fight here whether you sign up for something like this or not i'm not benefiting in any way um at least at this point in time and, and just really want to help as many people as possible. So um, hope this was helpful guys. Reach out on Instagram. If you have any questions, would love to continue to put out episodes with any specific topics that you might have every once in a while, we'll get someone reaching out with a really interesting topic. Um, we actually had someone recently ask about caffeine and running and how much to take and if you should take it and all that stuff. And that's a topic that I'm researching, something I'm trying to kind of learn more about so I can share it with you guys. But um, yeah, reach out to me with any of those questions that you've been dying to know. Um, go back in time, listen to former episodes. You can, one thing that's really cool on Spotify, you can go into Spotify, click on our podcast, and then you can search within the podcast any topic. So um, nutrition, um, strength training, uh, you name it, just search it and, and you'll find episodes related to that. So please give us a five-star review. Please share with your friends. Please continue to listen. It helps so that we can continue to put out episodes. Thanks, guys. Have an amazing day, week, month, whatever, wherever you find yourself. See you later. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K. -K.